0: Welcome to the Striving Together podcast, a podcast for the Imago Day Church family to help us follow Jesus together in the grace of His gospel. My name is Shane Shaddix. I have the privilege of serving as the discipleship pastor here at IDC. And today I am not joined by anyone. Um, I am just going to um, do a quick introduction to what is going to become a short series that we're going to do over the next several weeks related to the topic of responding to our sin. Um... The reason I want to do this is because uh, of the uh, frustratingly persistent reality, uh, of sin in the believer's life, and I think sometimes, uh, as believers, we can get incredibly discouraged, frustrated, um, et cetera, about the the ongoing battle with sin that we have in our lives, and sometimes we can draw um, uh, appropriate conclusions. We need to examine ourselves and figure out what's going on in our hearts and figure out – the Scriptures even tell us to see if we're in the faith, examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith, And, and so there's an appropriate place for uh, looking at our lives and trying to figure out um, if, if we, we truly believe. Uh, but uh, I don't think that, that we should just jump there as soon as we find uh, the, the ongoing presence of sin in our lives. There's just too much in the New Testament that presumes that uh, battling sin is going to be an ongoing reality for the Christian. And uh, once we reckon with that, once we reckon with the fact that sin and, and the struggle and the temptation to sin is going to be present with us. Um, what I don't think that means we take it lightly. I don't that obviously doesn't mean that we continue in sin. I mean, Paul has this conversation in Romans, kind of six, seven, and eight, where he's just well, since we're in Christ and since we're covered by Christ's blood, should we just continue in sin? Since you know we're, it's it's dealt with, and he's he's appalled by that. It's completely inconsistent with somebody who's in Christ to, to take sin lightly. At the same time we should understand this is going to be an ongoing ongoing reality for us. Uh and so uh, that that does raise the question well, what do we do then? What what do we do with sin uh when God reveals our sin to us. And so we're going to uh, we're going to take a few weeks and we're just going to explore various aspects of responding to uh our sin or sin in our lives when we uh, when it it it's brought to us when the spirit maybe reveals it to us when our consciences are are pinged and, and we just know that there's some kind of something uneasy going on in our heart. We what do we do when God has shown us our sin or maybe a brother or a sister comes to us and they point out some sin in our lives? Um, and so let me just I just want to read a passage uh, from First John uh, beginning in verse five just to uh, to kind of set the stage here with a, a general framework. And I'm not going uh, to te- tease out every bit of this passage, but First John uh, chapter one verse five uh, begins like this. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. I want you to see that a couple of times in the beginning of John's letter here, he rebukes the idea that a Christian should say we have no sin. We don't need to be cleansed of sin. This is not an ongoing reality. He says, No. This is this is you do have sin. It needs to be confessed. Uh, it needs to be dealt with, um, and so once we once we kind of come to terms with that, this passage lays out a couple of things that we can do. We can we can on the one hand we can acknowledge our sin. We can we can own it. We don't have to be thrown off by that. I've said before. Um, oftentimes the only person that's really confused that we're still a sinner is us. We're the only ones that are thrown off by that. The Lord is not thrown off by that. Our brothers and sisters are not thrown off by that. Uh, but we are under the impression we we should be past this. Uh, and in some sense, obviously that's true. But that's not really what the scriptures are giving us, the, the battle with the old man. Uh, Colossians 3 talks about uh, putting off the old man and putting on the new man. This is an ongoing thing we must be doing, is putting off the old man. Uh, Galatians 5 talks about not sowing to the flesh, but sowing to the spirit. But the, the possibility is that we could sow to the flesh. We could give ourselves over to our fleshly uh, fallen nature. And so, uh, John is telling us here uh, that we need to realize the fact that we are sinners, uh, and but that's not the end of the story. He tells us to to acknowledge that, uh, but then to to confess it, uh, to own it, uh, and then to walk in the the light. And so, my my quick uh, kind of summary of, of this uh, is that when God shows us our, our sin, when how, how is it that we should respond? Whenever uh, our sin, we are made aware of our sin, or our sin is brought to us, uh, and the, the, my, the quick answer I'd have is we repent and we believe and we walk in new life we repent we believe walk in new life so the, those are that's kind of the the basic framework when Jesus bursts onto the scene in the beginning of Mark's gospel uh, he announces the kingdom and he says repent and believe in the gospel and it's almost like this is the ongoing appropriate response for Christians whenever they are confronted with the inbreaking of God's kingdom with the lordship of Christ and that which is not in alignment with the lordship of Christ when that kingdom breaks in what is the response? And it's to repent and to believe and walk as citizens of this kingdom. And that's true whether or not someone is for the first time responding to the gospel, or they've been walking with the Lord for 40 years, if sin is shown to us, if, if the Lord brings uh, to us an awareness of our sin, what we need to do is we need to, as John talks about, we need to confess it, we need to repent of our sin, but he also invites us to believe, to understand that when we confess our sins, when we repent, the blood of Jesus covers us. Like, we are not condemned for this. We are not Uh, um, going to be judged for this because Christ has already been judged for us. And so there's not just repenting, there's also the believing, there's the resting in the gospel that comes. And then there's the walking in light. He talks about, he opens this passage in in John by uh, the declaration, God is light. And so we as children of light are to walk in light with him in accordance with his will and ways. And so if we're going to be brought into this kingdom of Christ, um, as our lives are being brought into alignment with his... His will It's going to mean repenting of our sins. It's going to be resting in the gospel, and then it's going to be walking according to His will and ways in His kingdom. So repent, believe, and then walk in new life. That's going to be kind of the, the overarching framework that we're going to be talking about uh, over the next couple of weeks. So we're going to talk about uh, various components of that in the in the coming weeks. We're going to talk about identifying sin in our lives. We're going to talk about not just noticing uh, sinful manifestations or fruit in our lives. We're going to talk about what's going on in our Hearts underneath uh, the the sins as they manifest. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, practicalities and the wisdom of, of confessing sin. What does it look like for us to actually confess to one another? How do we actually preach and apply the gospel to our sin when when we are confronted with our, our own sinfulness? And then what does it look like to to sow to the spirit? What does it look like to actually grow in godliness? Uh, okay, great. I'm aware of my sin. Well, how do I how do I not sow to the flesh, but instead sow to the spirit? Uh, and so we're going we're gonna to talk about those various aspects, and I would just put all of that under the, the heading of responding to our sin. Um, we, the, the, we're probably we, we're guilty of all manner of sins that we're not aware of, but in the Lord's grace, he reveals to us our sin in various ways, and when that happens, we've got a choice. Are we going to sulk? Are we going to beat ourselves up? Are we going to condemn ourselves? Um, or are we going to respond to it? As Christians. And so, if you are in Christ, what I want us to do over the next several weeks is just kind of walk through this journey of talking about what does it look like to respond to our sin. Now, one word of of kind of disclaimer um, that we'll have to hit on kind of throughout is some people uh, might be particularly uh, burdened and particularly um, just kind of crushed by this principle we know I'm, they know they're a sinner and so they spend an inordinate amount of time I think uh, examining themselves just kind of afraid I know I'm always sinning and so I've always got to be f- figuring it out and it kind of inadvertently end up kind of sidelining them of walking in this new life that, that Christ promises because they're so shackled with a, a conscience that is telling them they're all always sinning, they're always the worst. God God is is disappointed with them and that kind of thing. I even on the outset, I don't want to enter into this broader conversation and feed that impulse in somebody. That's why I want to, I want to say it's, it's repent and believe and it's walk in new life. The promise of the gospel comes in believing that gospel and walking in newness of life. Um, and, and Jesus tells us, right? He comes that we might have life and have it abundantly. Um, and I don't think the picture of that abundant life is this one where we're kind of constantly just navel gazing and constantly kind of self, condemning because we know we're sinners. Again, the Lord knows we're sinners, um, but and he does invite us to, to hate sin and to, to run away from it and go to war with it, but that is not meant to lead us to a kind of despondency or a kind of self-hatred that identifies ourselves primarily with the sin. Uh, instead, we are to identify ourselves primarily as those who are in Christ, who are forgiven, who have this new life. And so we're, we're, we're going to be walking that tightrope, knowing that sin is an ongoing reality, knowing that we have to go to war with it, knowing that we have to respond to it when we – become aware of it, but not feeding into an inclination that is saying, I need to kind of almost always be paranoid of how terrible I'm being um, because that really can, uh, like I said, it can kind of sideline us from living this life that is meant to be in uh, fullness. It is meant to be uh what can truly be called life that Christ promises. Uh, and so uh, perhaps you're one of those people who is inclined to kind of do a lot of internal introspection. Uh, I hope that even as we talk about this, uh, this how do we respond to our sin kind of series, I hope that you get some handles for to know what it looks like to truly respond, to truly kind of put – repent and believe so that you can walk in newness of life rather than kind of get stalled in the, I need to constantly be uh, examining and, uh, uh, and the repenting phase and never kind of uh, uh, press on towards this uh, new life that is promised us in Christ. So that's the desire over these this next series. Um, I'm looking forward to talking with various uh, of brothers and sisters, leaders here at IDC about these various aspects, and my hope is that we become a people, we grow as a people who truly do see sin the way that the Lord does, that we really are uh, grieved by our sin, that we really do hate sin the way that the Lord hates sin, uh, but in that we would, be, we would be vigorous in responding to it in Christ. And that would be an aggressiveness in turning away from sin, turning to Christ, and then walking in the life that He has promised. So I hope this will be helpful. I'm looking forward to it. And I appreciate you guys uh, going on this journey. If you guys, uh, even as we go, if you have thoughts or feedback, we're looking forward to hearing from you. And I hope that the Lord uses this uh, to help us grow as we follow Him together. Thanks.